0: Alrighty, we want to say greetings to everyone and thank you all so much for joining us today. My name is Brother Hawk Bowden and as usual we're so grateful to the Lord to be able to share with you the things that the Lord has uh, laid on our hearts to share. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to the third chapter of the book of Colossians. Third chapter of the book of Colossians. Third chapter of the book of Colossians, and we're going to um, we're going to start reading in verse. Actually, we're going to start reading in verse eighteen. It says, "Wives, <coughs> submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives." and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. And so if this is, of course, now if this is saying, uh, children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Then we know that the opposite is true, that when you don't obey your parents, it is not pleasing to the Lord at all. All right, so verse 21, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, Lest they be discouraged. In other words, don't be uh, don't be a jerk to them. Uh, don't Don't be mean to them for the purpose of being mean. You know, do tell them what they need to do, or be a part of their lives in a way that is not always an in in uh, anger and, and you're not provoking them to anger. In other words, you and now notice it it doesn't say mothers provoke not your children to anger, but it says fathers provoke not. so what why does it say fathers and not mothers? Because of the father's personality, uh men, the personality of men, and also because of their authority in the house. And you've heard me say before, that father's authority in that house, in the children's heart, outweighs the mother's authority. And so it's the father, because of that, it is the father. In the Bible, that you know, that's something that's clear. And because of that, uh, the Word of God tells the fathers not to provoke their children to anger. In other words, because it's him that has the ability to do that, because in their hearts, the authority of the father carries more weight than the authority of the mother. And that's why a lot of times that devil, who tries to use that mother, to overthrow the father's authority. You see that? Because the devil knows that, that father's his the father's word it carries more weight. You see that? It carries more weight. So it says fathers provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. In other words, don't don't uh you, you be a father to them and uh you know raise them the way that they need to be raised, but don't don't use your authority like you're a bully. In other words, don't use your authority like you're a bully, you know. Uh, You tell them what they need to do, how they need to live, or whatever, but don't be a bully to them. Don't don't discourage, because it says that they can be discouraged. So that father has the ability to to discourage uh, the children. Now, so we've, we've talked about wives, what they need to do. We've talked about husbands, what they need to do. We've talked about children, what they need to do, and fathers and what they need to do. Verse 22 Servants, obey in all things your master according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleases, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. So now was, look at what this says. Servants, obey in all things your master according to the flesh. Now, uh, the last thing he deals with here uh, in this particular group of uh, scriptures is the servant. Now, the wives, and I, I know folks are going to have a problem with it, but it's true. Wives, you are the servants of your husband. That's why you are to submit to him. You see that? You don't submit to somebody who you're not a servant to. I know you may not like that, but that's Bible. You know, Sarah called her husband Lord, and, and it was clear that God was pleased with her doing that. She took on that mindset. She called her husband Lord, you know, and she was not ashamed. And neither should you be ashamed of that if you are mad. Your husband is your Lord. Now, you might not agree with that, but that's what it means when it says that the husband is the head of the wife. He is your Lord. He is over you. Now, you might not like that, but that's Bible. And we're not going to change the Bible to be uh, politically correct in this day and age. It is the word of God. You see that? So it says, wives. So it, the wife is the servant to the husband. Uh and then the children obey your parents, so children are the servants to their parents and things. And so, look at what it says, verse twenty-two: Servants obey in all things, your masters. You see why? You see that word is is, is um, plural there. In in other words, it, it's making it clear that you you may have more than one master. So if you're a wife, you you have a master who's your who's your sure. husband. You may have a boss on your job; he's your master. You see that? And you, and if you have a shepherd of any kind, then he's your master as well. These servants obey in all things your masters, and 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 that goes for those men as well. Have masters; they have bosses; they have shepherds, uh, and fathers, and things like that. You see, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleaders, In other words, you're not doing things for the wrong uh, motor, with the wrong motor. It's not, you know, how some people, and you think about this like on a job, how some people, uh, they're doing what they're supposed to do when they're being watched. You see that? As men pleases. That's what that's talking about. You're doing what you're supposed to do as long as you feel like somebody has an eye on you. And that's one reason why some people don't like certain jobs. That's some people that's one reason why some people want to work independent. That's some that's one reason why some people want to start their own own business. Not because God has put it in their hearts to start their own business, but because they don't like being managed. You see that. They don't like uh being watched and and then they feel uptight when somebody is checking them on what they're supposed to do and when, the, when their boss is telling them, hey, this can be done better. Why? Because they were, they, their motive is wrong. They are doing it with eye service. In other words, they're just trying to do what they're supposed to do as long as they are being watched. But if they're not being watched, they have a tendency to slack. You see that? Now, here's the issue. God, no, God is watching you at all times. Isn't it something people are people walking around with their hands raised, praising God, praise the Lord. I, I know the Lord has an angel watching over me. Yeah, and He watching over you. <laughs> On the other side, too, he ain't just watching out to make sure you don't get hit by a bus. He's watching to make sure, he you know, he he's neutral when it comes to you. It, it, it don't matter to him one way or the other. He's got to report to God one way or the other. He keeps you alive. You see, he'll, he'll watch over you and keep you alive, and he'll also, uh, you know, let the Lord know, hey, he's doing this. And he ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. Well, so what you want me to do about him or her? You see, that, that angel is a servant of God, not not your servant. He's a servant of God. See, So you, you, you can praise the Lord that you got an angel watching over you, but praise the Lord you got an angel watching you. In other words, that he's there watching you. You see now. You need to know that it's not just—he's not just there as your servant to protect you. He reports to God, you know, concerning your actions. He see you slacking off. He see you clocking in at eight oh two. You see, instead of the time you're supposed to be clocking in. You see that he takes note of all of that, not just your good behavior. You see that. Now you better know that. You better know that. So it says, servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. You see that? According to what? The flesh. And you know, now, I'm glad that the Lord put that in there because some of us have the attitude that we only surrender to God. That's all that matters. And so God understands, you know, my boss was mistreating me and I had a right to snap back. And my husband was treating me and I had a right to snap back and stand up for myself and all that other foolishness people like to say. But this says, servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. So, you, first thing you need to recognize is you have a master according to the flesh. In other words, that are flesh and blood. So, quit thinking that it's just you and God and everybody else. I can I got the right to disobey. You see that? Look what he says. Not with our service. You see that? In other words, your service is good as long as somebody's watching you. You know, you're gonna work with extra zeal when somebody's watching you. But as soon as they're not watching you, it's just whatever goes, you know. You know. And look at what that says, as men pleases, pleasers. But in singleness of heart, fearing God. In other words, singleness is you're always you're gonna you're gonna do the same thing every time, regardless if you're being watched or not, you're gonna give your all. You see that? Fearing God. So That is the attitude Let's read verse 23 And this is the name of this These messages here And whatsoever ye do Do it heartily As to the Lord And not unto men So you do unto men You serve men Because they're your masters But What is he saying But don't do it as if you're serving men Do it as if it's unto the Lord Now what does this tell us? You can do something right. Now, that's the name of this message, As Unto the Lord. You can do something right. You can do something that you're supposed to do. You can follow this whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and you could say, without a doubt, I am perfect, and I have no sin before God. I am doing everything exactly the way I'm supposed to be doing it. I am doing it. And you can say that truthfully. I am doing the things that I am supposed to do. A child can say, I do all of my chores. My parents don't have to tell me to get up and do my chores. I do them. I do what I'm supposed to do. Verse 23 says, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord. And not unto men. In other words, after you have finished doing everything that you're supposed to do, you better make sure that you have the right attitude. That's what you have to check. Not just don't just think, give yourself a pat on the back that I've done everything that I'm supposed to do. But you better check and make sure that it was as unto the Lord, in other words, heartily, in other words, with the right attitude, you were doing it from your heart. You see that why? Because if not, then it's a law to you, and eventually laws get old. If you don't have the right attitude about doing it, and if you're just doing it just to be obedient, it's the same thing. If you're serving God just to keep him going to hell, you're not going to serve Him long. If you're just doing it because okay, these are rules and regulations, you're not going to do. It. You're not going to do it as you know. It, it, you won't do it with the right attitude. Whatever you do, it has to be the right attitude, or it won't last. You see that? And then, trust me, when I tell you, uh, people. If you're doing something for somebody, people know whether or not you're doing it with the right attitude. They they can tell. You know, you know they can, they can tell. They know when you're all in and when you're not. You see that? And so that's supposed to be our mindsets, not just Lord, because we we you know we pray to pray, Lord, help me to do everything you want me to do. Help me to do. Follow your word, help me to do that, but do we pray the prayer Lord help me to have the right attitude about doing it? In other words, your mindset has to be right about it, and so if you, if not, then you will take on this mindset that people have when they hear righteous preaching and they call it legalism, those are people that have graduated from the wrong attitude, in other words, it wasn't in their heart to follow God to begin with, and so then when they hear a a righteous preacher tell them what, what you know how they we're supposed to live holy. They scream legalism. And legalism is just another term for I really don't want to do it. You know it don't take all of that to be saved. You see that? But if your attitude is right towards it, you, legalism isn't even in your vocabulary. You 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 just know what this this is what the word of God says. See. So what happens is, if we're doing things, right things, but with the wrong attitude, then we cut ourselves short in the things of God. And God and the and listen, the Lord takes note of our wrong attitude to Him. It's just like we're not doing it to Him. It, we we it it will be better for us to have the right attitude before we get started with the wrong attitude, and then just make up excuses along the way and slack off and, and just not ever go back there again. And so we have to, that has to be our mindset. Whatever we're doing, let's do it. Like we're doing it for God. In other words, why is it, why does it say ask him to the Lord? Because you understand as a believer that God watches at all times. So, you know, you you have a better mindset. You won't be thinking and not only that, but God knows your heart. And so God is not the type of boss that when he come in, he's looking to see what you're doing, and you can smile in his face and put on a show for him, and he still and he just falls for that. He knows what's in your heart, and so what this is saying is, whatever you do for anybody, do it like they know what's in your heart. You see that? Do it. Do it. Do it as if God is your boss. You see that? Let's go ahead and keep reading. Verse 24. Knowing that of the Lord. Ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Everybody see? Verse 25, but he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done, and there is no respecter. respect of person. Now, what is wrong? you doing right with the wrong attitude. That's what it's talking about. In God's eyes, that's why it goes straight to that to tell you, in God's eyes, it's still wrong. You might as well not do it if, if you're doing things with the wrong attitude because eventually your wrong attitude is going to cause actions to come to pass. You see that? Doing the right thing, obeying with the wrong attitude, and I hope you get this, obeying obedience plus the wrong attitude equals disobedience. Eventually that's where you will go with it. You will walk in disobedience if you are doing or if you are obeying with the wrong attitude. If you're not doing things as to the Lord, eventually you will walk in disobedience and you will compromise. You see that. And so it's important that you understand that the Lord knows the heart of people. And a lot of times we say that, but I sometimes I wonder if we really and truly believe that, that the Lord knows the attitudes of people. He knows what's on the hearts of people was on their minds and whether or not they are truly uh for for him so if you have your bibles now let's go to the 21st chapter of the book of uh, mark i'm sorry the 21st chapter of the book of luke actually let's go let's go (laughs) let's go to the 12th chapter of the book of of mark we're gonna we'll read this version of it. I, I like this version a little better. Goes a little bit more in detail. All right, the twelfth chapter of the book of Mark, and we're gonna start reading at verse forty one. It says, And Jesus sat over against the treasury. Now that's talking about opposite. So the if you can if you can picture this now, the the offering box is on one side of the building and he was sitting on the opposite side of it. Look at what it says and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. You pay attention to that. He was sitting there watching. And the Bible says he beheld how. What does that mean? It's not talking about how in the method. They weren't, you know, some of them weren't just walking past that, dropping it in, and some of them weren't standing 10 feet back and and shooting it like a basketball and trying to make it. It's not talking about that kind of how. (laughs) So we'll get back to that how. And beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. And many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily I say unto you that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. You see what he's saying there? She gave two mites. And and then he said that many of them they, they that were rich had cashed in money. So what was he talking about? Let's say, for instance, the rich people, all of the, what all they gave equal may have equaled $10,000 altogether. What this widow gave, it may have equaled a penny. But he's saying that the widow gave more than all of them put together. Now, if you could think, what is, what is he talking about? Not naturally so, but spiritually so. He's showing you the way that God looks at things. So you can have somebody. Now, let's let's bring this to today's terms. You can have somebody that works a, a, a 16-hour shift. They work in a double shift. And they may get on social media and brag, just got finished pulling the double. But they're snapping a picture of themselves in the break room sleeping. Uh, about to fall asleep. But they just got off. Uh, they may have been working, but their attitudes about working is bad. they complaining during the whole shift. Well, you know, my boss ain't right, you know, and, and things like that. Just, so let's say, for instance, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do on their job, but their attitude is bad towards their boss. they they just there because they need a job. And then you got somebody part-time. They come in, they just just in a four-hour shift. And they come in and They work, and they may not, their job might not be as hard as yours, but the attitude is right. The Lord is saying that one that worked four hours worked more than the one that worked 16 hours. Why? Because of attitude. Attitude carries more weight than what you're actually doing in God's eyes. Now, that's what you have to see there. That's what the Lord is trying to show you there, that your attitude carries more weight. The Lord don't care... That you done moved the whole building to help move the whole building from one side of the street to the other? If you were murmuring and complaining about it, you ain't done nothing in God's eyes. You see? You 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 haven't done anything in God's eyes. You see that? And so that's that's what you have to see. These people gave a lot of money, naturally so. But the Lord said that the widow, she gave, the one that gave two mites, she gave more than all of them. Why? Go ahead and keep reading. Verse 44. For all they did cast in of their abundance. But she, of her want, did cast in all that she had, even all her living. In other words, she did it from her heart. Is what that's talking about. That she she was poor And and in that lack She gave everything that she had You see that They cashed in from their abundance Okay so I got You know a 100,000 in the bank The Lord ought to be happy that I'm giving 10,000 You see that In other words they were doing it as if they were doing Somebody a favor Instead of it, it Being a blessing you see that And that's that is what God looks for. We have to give and do things, whatever we give, not just finances, but just whatever, our time, our service, whatever we do. We have to do that as unto the Lord. It has to be our attitudes about it. It has to be right. Whatever we're doing, our attitudes about it have to be right. You know, you've know, you heard me share this story when my wife and I, we first got married. Uh, she liked doing certain things. Uh, she would go shopping and things like that. And I thought, well, I'm going to be a good husband and go shopping with her. Uh, but I'd be walking around just miserable. I didn't really want to be there. And I would uh, eventually, you know, I, I, I could last for maybe 30 or 45 minutes. And then after a while, I'm just I'm walking slower. I'm looking for somewhere to sit, thinking, you know, this ain't really my calling. This just it ain't for me. And I would say certain things to let her know I wasn't pleased. And then I would see her demeanor change and things. And then I thought, you know, after a while I just thought, you know, you should me trying this. I, I might as well just say, you know, you just go on shopping on your own because I'm just not really into that. You see? And so it, it, the effort didn't make any difference if my attitude about it was going to be wrong. You see that? And so I had to I had a choice to make. If I'm going to do it, I need to be all in and I don't need to complain. I don't need to walk around like my head is hurting. But if I can't get to that point, then I just need to bow out all together and say, you know, I just I would just rather you enjoy whatever it is you do, you know, when you go out there. Uh, but I I can't I can't enjoy that. I enjoy being with you. But see, I, you know, which is why I was going because I thought, you know, I'm I just want to spend time with my wife. Uh, but uh, yeah, that shopping it's just not for me. I just can't. Just, I'm just not one of those people. I'm not going to stand there for two or three minutes looking at one thing against the other and just trying to come. I'm just going to get something and keep on moving. You see, I'm just, that's just me. When I go shopping, I'm not really shopping. I'm just going to pick up what I want. And I already know where I want to go, and I'm trying to look on the app to see what aisle it's on and all of that. I don't care to to look at stuff passing by, nothing. I just want to go to where I'm going, see. And so couldn't get into it. And so I just determined, you know, and I don't want to, That was the thing about it. I don't want to be false about it. I don't want to be fake about it. I just would rather just, you know, after trying, after for a while, I just knew, okay, so this is just not something I could ever get into. And so there was no use in me doing that. Now, when it comes to the things of God, let's be obedient to what God tells us to do and ask the Lord, Lord, change my attitude. Don't just give up and say, well, you know, I'm just not going to do it now. Thanks, Brother Bowden. Thanks for that relief. I'm just not going to do it. No, you do it. <laughs> but ask the Lord to change your attitude about it. You see that? Do it from your heart. You see that? Because if we if we did that, then we'd just be on our way to hell in disobedience. You see that? And so you, we don't want to do that. So let's ask the Lord. Lord, help change my heart and my mind for his things. Help me to have a right attitude while I'm obedient. You see that? Help me to have joy in being obedient and and submitting and doing whatever it is that I do. I'm telling you, if you don't have the right attitude, it is going to show up in your action. Now, how many of us have ever worked a job and we we start off with the right attitude. We're just we're glad we got a job. We're glad we testifying that God have opened up for us. We're testifying about that and then we run into those old veterans that's been there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And they ain't never like the job. And they're giving you a rundown of people you need to avoid. And this is how you can get over and get by and still get paid and all this stuff. And before you know it, you're just like them. Your mind have changed. People that you don't know, you know, you don't really even know you have an attitude towards and all of that. It that, it, it is the enemy. It, it dawns on your, in your mind, uh, dawn on you, well, why are you still here after 20 years if it's such a bad place to work? You see that? No, that's just the devil. You know, it's really job security for them. That's what you don't choose. If I can get you to have a bad, bad attitude and get you to quit and get you to get fired, I, I can stay slack in here. They won't fire me for what I'm not doing. You see? So that's that's. The, so is it, is the enemy. I'm telling you, don't listen to people that murmur. Don't, don't you, you get away from that. You see that? They'll change your mind about something you had a good attitude about. Don't hang around people that, that murmur and complain and all that other foolishness. I'm telling you, it, it's designed to get you to maybe be obedient but with the wrong attitude and eventually lead you into disobedience. You have to guard your heart for those things. Whatever we do, let's do it as unto the Lord, with, with our whole hearts, as if we're all in. And and then we'll see, uh, we'll see the Lord's blessing about it. Amen. So we want to say thank you all for joining us today. We pray that something was said that had blessed you. We look forward to speaking about more of this on this subject tomorrow, if the Lord say the same. And we pray that uh, we, we hope to hear from you, uh, you know, through email and let us know how the Lord has dealt with you about it. All right. So we'll we'll speak with you on tomorrow.